to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. All right. Well, hey there. Uh, we are the Faith Lift Sisters and we are studying Hebrews. We are um, going to be in chapter 6 and 7 this week, and we are going to start with chapter 6, verses 9 through 12, and we are changing things up a little bit this week. We're going to keep you on your toes. Um, Terry usually reads for us. She is so faithful, and she practices, and she knows how to say all the names <laughs> just right, and she's got um, a little tickle bug in her throat. And so we are going to relieve her of that duty for this week until we really mess it up. And she's like, nope, give it back. <laughs> so the day I read is the day that that will happen. But anyway, Angie, <laughs> Angie is going to read for us today. Um, so we'll let you just start us off, Angie. All right. And just remember, it's grace, 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 because I did not <laughs> practice that. All right. So we'll start with Hebrews 6, 9 through 12. Even though we speak like this, dear friends, we are confident of better things in your case, things that accompany salvation. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end in order to make your hope sure. We do not want you to become lazy but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. All right. Terry, does she get the stamp of approval? Nicely, nicely done. <laughs> wow, no big, fancy. no fancy names. <laughs> so nice. What version, what version do you use, Angie? Um, this is an NIV. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, but I know it's a little bit different than some of from your NIV, because I've noticed a few words change here and there. Yeah. Well, I switched over to the ESV. Uh, uh-huh. I got this new no. Bible for Christmas, but <clears throat> that sounds different even from my NIV. I know yeah. over the years we have had some issues like that. So yeah. This mm-hmm. is a full life study Bible, um, but it is NIV. So I don't know who decides what changes they can make mm-hmm. when a specific group puts the Bible out. I like that version anyways. That was good. That's nice. It's really easy to understand Mm -hmm. usually. Yeah. Well, speaking of understanding, let's um, kind of tie back into like the beginning statement versus kind of what we talked about last week. Because the beginning says, even though we speak like this, dear friends, we're convinced of better things in your case. And that's referencing referencing back to um, the last episode where verse 8 says, but land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and is in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will burn. And um, so we're, and we kind of left it there on like a dun-dun-dun, like <laughs> you're going to burn kind of situation. But then remember that we said there was still a glimmer of hope. And so that's this hope here is that even though we speak like this, dear friends, we're convinced of better things in your case. And the things that belong to salvation. So he's not saying you're not, we don't think that you're not saved. We know that you are, <clears throat> but there are still things to be careful of. 
pay attention to. Right. Because well, we've talked previously about, um, you know, not growing weary and not kind of falling off the tracks, um, being diligent. So I think he's just, he's kind of going back to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what are some of, like, when we talk about, like, Terry, you just mentioned, you know, he's, he's talking about some of the things that go along with it. Like, what are some of the specific things that go along with the better things that he's referring to? The things that have to do with salvation. Maybe I'm not asking that. Question. I'm glad you called on Terry. I don't. Even I was going to say, I'm saying, yeah. go take it, Terry. Take I, it. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's still looking at. Um, don't think that God's turning away from your works and the life that you're living and the way you're giving to people and um, showing love and and all that kind of stuff. We know that you are. God knows that you are. So. Don't lose all courage, you know, don't be so discouraged. We're not saying you're going to go to hell or that you're going to lose your salvation. So God, God still loves you. And whatever. I, I see how this really does kind of go back in like, um, I think, six or five. Um, and those who have fallen away be brought, will fall away to be brought back to con- repentance. I think he's just talking about um, people who have really, really, really left. And I think the people, the audience that he's speaking to is like wavering that way or starting to move that way. Drift, a little drift. Right. And so, he, yeah, the drift at the beginning when they were talking about that. And it's like he's saying, hey, 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 attention, you know, just pay attention here. When you start to drift, you will drift away. It's not because God wants you to do that. It's because your heart's not in the right place. You're not intentionally coming to him. You're not intentionally trying to re-engage him. So I think he's just kind of giving, they gave those warnings as a way to see that. But to also now, it's like the carrot and the stick. Here's the carrot. It's like God knows who you are. He knows how hard you've worked. I'm not saying these things to you to crush your spirit. I'm saying these things um, to help you redirect what may be going wrong. And to help strengthen you and actually to lift you up. So I don't know. That's the way I take that. Yeah. Trying to yeah. save you here, Terry, from the tough <laughs> questions. Thank you. <laughs> I, I don't know why she called on me. I don't know, but I love that she did. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, I think maybe because you called me a little twisted earlier. Maybe oh, I was like, I'll show you twisted. I'll show you twisted. No, oh, I, oh, I don't right. know. <laughs> Public humiliation will oh. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but like, I think you hit it right on the head, though. Like what they were talking about is like, it, God's going to remember all those things. Like just because you, you're messed up now doesn't mean that you're not saved. It doesn't mean that your slate is like that there's this drawing that says you cannot pass. Like this slate is now wiped off all of those good deeds, all of your previous faith, all of your previous um, adjustments, like life works. It's not like that's all gone because you're, you've drifted. Like God is not, in fact, he even says here, like God is not unjust and he will not forget your work and the love you have shown. Mm -hmm. 
So I think you got it exactly right, Terry. You said it way better than I could have. Pass the test. (laughs) 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 I think, I think too, like this was back a few chapters ago, the, um, between bone and marrow, God's word um, is able to de- is living and active, sharper than any de- double-edged sword, penetrates to dividing soul and spirit. God sees you. God knows exactly what's going on. We're not fooling God in any way. And in some ways, that can feel really condemning, but that's not God. That's not what God's doing. But it can also feel like, you know what? He sees me. He knows that I'm doing the best I can. He knows exactly where I'm falling, he knows exactly how to lift me up. He knows how hard I'm working, right? Um, and if I'm not working, and I can confess that too, you know, we're not going to trick God into this. And we, and we, Thankfully, we don't have to trick God into our salvation. It's there and it's sealed in the Holy Spirit. Let's keep moving, right? Now, how are we going to live this out? How are, how are we going to um, keep our focus? How can we be diligent? as we go about this, you know? Well, let's look at verse 12 at what that says, because that kind of just answers that question right there, Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, verse 12 says, we do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Mm-hmm. So Rosemary is really good at saying like, you need to have somebody who is ahead of you. And you need to have somebody who is behind you. And so that the person behind you can imitate you. And so that you have someone to imitate. And this is not like a, you know, shadow game. This is not like a um, Simon Says kind of situation. This is like a, man, I can, I can really see some of those spiritual practices that are really healthy and have helped Mrs. Older Than Me. Right. So I'm going to be able to adapt some of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully living in a way that Mrs. Younger than me would want to imitate as well. And I like it's the, be imitators of those who through um, faith and patience inherit the promises. It's not, you know, it's not through demanding or anything like that. It was through waiting for God's word to come through. We're waiting for his promise to happen. Well, I think when we're when we're talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, um, all those attributes that are Jesus attributes that come to us at salvation, I think it's important for us to realize that those we have to practice those attributes. They're in us, but we have to participate in developing them. Um, so all those wonderful things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, that's all in you. But you have to you have to be the one to facilitate its working itself out of you and into the body of Christ or even into the world at large. Because that world out there sure does need people that are patient and kind and loving. Um so I think it's a call, you know, don't, don't be, don't be lazy and just think, Oh, God's going to do it all through me. You, you have to give a little bit of a part to play there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be willing um, when that guy cuts you off 
out on the highway and you want to give him the finger, you have to be willing not to do that, especially if you have a Jesus is Lord sticker on the back of your car. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you may, you may have to exercise some self-control. Um, and so don't be lazy about that kind of stuff. You know, realize that yes, God has given us all those things um, and he's made us right with him, but, but we do have a little bit of a part to play in that we have to, um, we have to be prune willing off. to exercise those things, put off the you old have to man. prune off those bad edges and the, yeah. the branches that aren't <clears throat> doing so well. You know, you need to prune those off so that the rest of it can flourish. Yeah. So that's a part of it too, is keeping a close eye on your blooms. And I think that fellowship does really help with that. So that when you're, when your patience isn't showing, somebody that loves you can say, Ooh, everything okay? You seemed a little not like yourself today. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a nice way to say that. <laughs> I, was, I was saying something to my husband earlier, and I said, I can tell that I'm feeling, like I can always tell when I'm feeling a specific way because of my reaction to something that is completely innocent, and I like have this not outward reaction necessarily, but in my head, like this terrible reaction of like, oh yeah, when it's something that's super minimal and is completely innocent. And I said to him, I think I'm, I think I'm feeling this way. And he kind of said, well, why do you, why do you think that? <laughs> Honey. <laughs> and I said, well, my, my reaction, at least in my head was very disproportionate to the way that the res a reasonable response would be. And he said, oh, it's, I, I can see that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not just in your head. Huh? He's, he's yeah. afraid it's towards him, isn't he? Well, he <laughs> he's trying to dodge he the was, toaster, he I say. So sweet. He just was like, I am so proud of your level of self-awareness. Mm. <laughs> he's like, I can see that that is happening. <laughs> no, don't you hate it when they agree with you? You're you're trying to be humble and say, you know, I'm 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 missing it somewhere, and they were like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. caught it. Yeah. I'm glad Good you job. finally caught on, you dingling. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he was just oh. so sweet. He just said, oh, oh, I can see that a little bit. I can see that. I'm so glad that your level of self awareness is so high. <laughs> I just said. I'm so glad that your level of choke my wifeness is so low. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you oh know, and there are like, you need people around who can just be like, yeah. Oh, Oh yes. Yeah. You do. Oh. <laughs> I, th I think that's really true. And like you were saying before, like having someone ahead of you or, or behind you that you, it's like, how would I want to show that person what God does? you know, how powerful Jesus is in my life. Or, you know, when you're in those situations that you're talking about, Suzanne, it's like, um, am I really responding the way Suzanne would? Like, it's not even just like, what would Jesus do? It's like, we have people in our lives. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I know I won't respond the way Terry does. She's way ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly she is you're so talking fun. about some other Terry. But <laughs> no, it's this Terry. Just you're strong, like you recognize sin and go, boom, no, you know, and you have that reaction to it. We've talked about this or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, ultimately, how would I want 
how could I be more like one of these people that I look at? You know, um, honestly, that's why I got into this Bible study stuff. I started, they had something that I wanted. Yeah. Right. So as me as someone who does Bible study, who genuinely does it because I want to do this, how is that transforming my life? And what am I showing other people about Bible study? It just makes you crabby and mean. Yeah. I don't really, yeah, I don't want that. You know, I want to be able to respond with wisdom and thoughtfulness and I'm not perfect at it. Nobody is. Um, but how is this Bible study transforming it, me? You know, that's a real important part. I think when we can move away from, you know, in the beginning, you might kind of do it like a duty. Oh, I should do a Bible study. You right. know, right. God will like that. It'll be good for me. You know, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Right. Then that's okay. But if we can move from it being a duty to it really being something that that we know brings life, and not just to us, but now it's going to bring life to everybody that we're in relationship with too, because we're connected to the vine. Mm-hmm. When we're connected with Jesus through his word like that, it can't help but filter out um, to everybody else that we come in contact with. So now spending time in his word and going to Bible study is not a duty that I have. Um, it's just part of my life. Um, and, and a really necessary part. And and hopefully we miss that part if we're not doing it out of love for God and it becomes yeah. a task or a duty. Yeah. That diligence that they're talking about, my hope is that this is actually very encouraging. That you'll become diligent and go, oh my goodness, like people say, I need my cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. You know what? I need to connect with God in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, for it to be that life-giving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in a true moment of honesty here, like sometimes I'm cranky about it. Oh. Let's just let's just be real. Sometimes I'm cranky about it. Sometimes I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like what that said. I, I, just, I just don't. I don't like that. And I, I'm just going to be cranky about it. But usually that's when God's like, let's just work on this little soft spot right yeah yeah right. Right. There. Let's, <clears throat> let's just poke and prod and see what's Why really is it such a tender spot but, yeah but mm-hmm. that's the other important part Suzanne, is bringing that honesty yeah bringing that truthfulness into your bible study mm-hmm. and saying yeah i don't have time for this god give me yeah. all the answers real fast because i gotta go do something else Whoa. <laughs> right. And then it's like, it's almost like when I have those and I approach and I have those approaches are like, you're saying, yeah, I don't like what that says, mm-hmm. you know, or that couldn't be what Jesus really meant. But we do all that stuff with it. Yep. Bring that honesty, bring yourself there. Cause you're right. That's exactly what God will give you. Yeah. And if I come to these and I try to rush my Bible study, it's like, God will do something like, like perhaps with this one, will go diligent. What do you think about that? All day, all day it'll be in there. And it's like, I'll be doing Bible study all day. Like I might look it up and then like Mm -hmm. be in it. Not -hmm. because I want, but because I'm curious or he's turned my heart or he's, he's got me in that little poke. He's done that poke in the perfect spot. Yeah. Like that's, and that's really okay. Like you shouldn't feel like if there's something that sits wrong with you in the Bible, or if there's something that you don't like, or if it makes you cranky or frustrated, that that doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. 
that yeah. that's not what that means. That just means that there's something there that you need to dig harder into. And when we're in relationship with people, it's not always easy, right? Like right. no real relationship is 100% smooth sailing. So why and, do we expect it, our relationship with God to be 100% right. smooth? Because we're the same person, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to have our ups and downs with it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. We can even have those times where we feel like we're falling away or wandering away or drifting away. Those happen. That's exactly what we're all talking about. How we respond in those times is really important. And bringing that honesty. I don't want to do this right now, God. I know we've got this time set up, but uh, being honest about it, right? Mm -hmm. And that, that honesty is what can help prevent that drifting. That honesty is what supports the diligence and the going after God because all of our answers are right here with him. He is our answer. And having those that imitate and you can imitate. I kind of think about it like, um, like some dominoes that are set up real close to each other. So like if you're the middle domino and you're falling forward, if there's somebody strong enough in front of you, they're going to catch you and you're not going to fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just remember that. And then you can be the strong one for the domino that's falling, that's set behind you. Because if you have somebody that's ahead of you, you can always be the one who catches the one who's falling or the one who is leaned on when it's time to fall. And sometimes if you're that, that person that is being the imitated Sometimes you have to look at the one who's behind you, tie a rope around them, and go, come on, <laughs> let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something here. Let's go. Yeah. It looks like a coffee, cup of coffee in a conversation mm-hmm. in prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have one girlfriend who's like, really? Really? Is that what you think? <laughs> like, really? Tell me, is that what God's telling you? Like, get off my back, woman. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. Rosemary's thinking. Yeah, I was just thinking the conversation we were having in our small group, and it was, um, and then I forgot it. But it was really, you know, <laughs> it was really good. It was, it was really good. It was really very good. Um, and it was about the drifting away. And I just started thinking about your dominoes too, and how we can really influence people when we're drifting away. But we can also influence them the other way, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not us doing it. It's the Holy Spirit as we engage the Holy Spirit. Not on us to fix all these things. That's right. But it is not us to show up. It is not us to see each other and to encourage one another. And that's where the responsibility side of things comes in that Angie was talking about. Not being lazy, mm-hmm. having some actions to do. Yeah, but even like it's like not being lazy. Let's say you feel lazy. So then... Do it anyway. It's like that engaged, just that small habit. All right, you know what? Open your Bible, sit down, confess to God. God, I don't want to do this right now. See what he has to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know? He might say, yeah, I need you to go walk and just see the beauty that I've put in this world. Then come on back and we'll talk about it. I don't know. Just, yep. But bringing that honesty is so important. I think he very well might say that because it, it can't be just a duty. Right. 
you know, it has to be heartfelt. You know, you wouldn't want your husband to just to love you just because it's his duty to love you. You want him to love you because of who you are and, and how you make him feel when he's with you. Do you bring out the best in him? And so I think sometimes we forget with God that it is such a relationship, you know, it's interactive and it, it, it doesn't just exist in a vacuum where he's out here and we're going to do all our stuff to please him. That's how it was before Jesus came. You know, everybody was following the rules, trying to work their way to God. But now Jesus has come and set us free from that. Now we're free to just be in a relationship with him and to know his love for us and to engage with him in every way, in every area of life. Love that. I slipped back a lot into the, you know, duty. Mm -hmm. I have to guard against that a little bit. If it makes you feel any better, I slip a lot into cranky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, we were, t- and this is a part of one of the conversations was like hardening your heart. You can actually feel that in your body. Mm-hmm. When you think of times that you're really, you've got your heart hard towards God, yeah. it feels different. And then when you have that softening, mm-hmm. it feels different. So you're going to carry this in your body that, that stubbornness or that drifting away or all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Terry, would you like to pray for us ever, sure. now that we have <laughs> confessed yep. all of our, all of all our, of our and laziness? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Terry wisely has sat very quietly. I know. I'm taking it in, man. I've learned as much as I can from you ladies. Heck yeah. Lord, we just come to you uh, with thankfulness for the words that you give to us, Lord, to teach us, to lead us along, to help us to stay encouraged and to take a good look at ourselves and excuse me, we just pray, Lord, that you would keep directing us. And if we're cranky or not, when we look into your word, that um, it'll make its way to our hearts and into our lives. And then we'll be happier to receive what you have for us, Lord. And I just pray that you would help us to keep um, like these Hebrews are um, encouraged to just keep earnestly looking for your leading and for your assurance of the hope of salvation that we have that is no longer um, dependent on us keeping the law, but it was now dependent on you giving your life for us as the penalty paid in full. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we just um, thank you again for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs>